You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of B-School. Before we continue on to the show, just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for listening. I know that this is a time that is really unexpected for all of us. And so the fact that you give any of your precious headspace to listening into B-School means a lot. I know that I personally have been a lot more picky about what podcast I listen to and when. So just thank you for having me and my voice in your earbuds right now. If anything that I share on B-School resonates with you, I ask that you would either rate and review the show or take a screenshot and share it on your stories. Any way that you share the podcast is how it continues to grow. It's really organic and it's really from this community. So again, thank you. And I'm excited to dive into today's topic. Today, we're going to revisit resistance. So I was looking back at my old podcast episodes and episode number one was all about resistance. And I actually listened to that episode while I was writing the show notes for this this one, for this episode. And it's really crazy to think about how much I've grown to think about how this community has grown, even like I edited that episode myself and now I have a lovely editor who makes me sound better than I normally sound and deals with stitching things together if Blue is barking in the background. And so there's just been a lot of growth since that first episode back in December of, wow, December of 2018. And What's funny now is that I resisted the idea of this podcast for months. I resisted it. And I think it was for a few reasons. I think it was because I had tried a couple podcasts before and I just like, I couldn't figure out exactly what I wanted it to be, but I knew that I loved the medium so much. And so I was like, people aren't going to be interested if I try a podcast again. So there was that. And there was like, if you're on a podcast, it's this weirdly intimate medium. Like, I know that when I listen to podcasts, I feel like I know that person. It feels like they're talking directly to me. Even the big podcasts that have like hundreds of thousands of downloads every episode, it still feels like they're talking directly to me. And I think I was a little bit afraid of that, afraid of stepping into that role of being the person on the other side of the talking. And so I can see how I resisted it. But it's crazy looking back that I resisted it for so long because it's honestly been one of the best gifts of my professional life. It has been such a gift. It literally helped me find my voice. I used to be so self-conscious about my voice because I felt like I need to be the loudest voice in the room. And the feedback that I get from y'all is that you love my quiet, my calming, my soothing, my grounding voice. Those are the types of words that I get in messages or in DMs. And so I feel like I'm at this place where I can be expressive and I can be using my voice in the way that it was meant to be used, but that I was running away from. 
this podcast gave me a lot of confidence to realize like, yeah, I have something to say. And there are people who want to listen. This is by no means the most listened to podcast on the the interwebs, on the podcast charts. But there are people who, who listen and care about what I have to say. And that was really confidence building for me. It also taught me consistency. Remember last year, y'all? I showed up every weekday of 2019. And when I thought that there were words and ideas that I would not be able to put together, somehow I did. And I showed up and I feel like I provided value in how I showed up. And so it taught me a lot of consistency that now I can come to you twice a week this year and feel like I'm showing up in a really good way. It also gave me a lot of opportunities to collaborate. Now when I meet cool people, I can say, hey, I'd love to have you on my podcast. And I got comfortable making cold asks to people and saying, hey, I don't know you, but what I think that you're doing is interesting. Would you be interested in being on the podcast? And that has come over, like, that has translated so much into inner workout and just being a lot more, all of this, being a lot more confident in that I can build and provide something of value and being consistent in how I'm showing up in the business. And then being unafraid to actually ask for collaborations. And what I've learned is that there's always, 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 always something great on the other side of resistance. There always is. And you'd think I would have learned that lesson by now. And I think from the outside looking in, people think, oh yeah, Taylor doesn't face resistance because it seems like I have this higher risk profile than other people. And I do. Like I quit my full-time job and I've started a million and one things and I'll try most things given the opportunity. Probably not skydiving, but I'm still like slightly open to it. But because my risk profile is a lot higher, it's easy for you to be someone from the outside and be like, oh, resistance, like that's a lesson Taylor learned a long time ago. And yes, I did learn it, but I keep forgetting that I learned that lesson. So I have to keep starting over. There's just, yes, there's always something great on the other side of resistance. And that's something that I'm sitting in right now. I've found that this time of sheltering in place, especially, has forced me to face my sources of resistance head on. I can't be distracted by going to all of these events or doing these different things that can make it really easy to be like, oh, you're not resisting, you're in flow, you're blah, 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 blah. No, like I had to sit and sit with my junk and it's it's not always pretty. And I'm sure you feel the same way when you actually have to pause and sit and say, this is what's going on. This is where I'm resisting. It's not always pretty what you find on the other side. So here's just a short list of some of the things that I've noticed that I've been resisting over the past six weeks or so. I was resisting reaching out to potential collaborators. And y'all, like, I sent a DM to a huge company, and now I'm teaching an inner workout on their Instagram. So I had all of this resistance around, like, these people don't want to collaborate with me. I'm, like, two small potatoes for them. And then I sent a DM. They said, hey, email this email. And then now it's on the schedule. So again, there's always something really great on the other side of resistance, but I did have that resistance. I've been so afraid to reach out and to ask, hey, can we do something together? Is there a way that something that I'm doing can serve you? I resisted a new product launch. 
So with Take Care, I told you how I built it out. There was a lot of resistance and fear in that. There's a lot of like, uh, maybe I, I can launch it, but like, I won't really tell anyone about it. I'll launch it, but like, just kind of sweep it under the rug. And it was really a product hunt in having the product hunt launch that forced me because I wanted that to do well. And it forced me to do all the things that I should have done anyway, but just hid behind. I've been fearful of sending emails. I've noticed a lot of resistance around that multiple types of emails. So I've been fearful of like the, hey, let's collaborate email. I've noticed resistance even around sending emails to my newsletter because yes, from a business perspective and even just as an empathetic person, I want to make sure that I'm hitting the right tone. But I noticed a lot of fear of like, well, what if I say this and someone doesn't like it and so they unsubscribe? But what I'm finding is that when I do show up in emails and I do reach out, that the right people are like, thank you so much for this. Thank you for this offering. And the people who don't, sure, they can unsubscribe or they cannot respond. And that's fine. And I've even started doing this little ritual of if there are unsubscribes on a list, I just put my hand over my heart and I just say thank you to them. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. And just speak those words to those people who inner workout wasn't serving them with where they're at. And so I want them to find the thing that will serve them. So taking some of that resistance and then just realizing like, okay, the right people will always find you. The right people will always, not always, will often resonate with you. And if not, will lovingly invite you into acting in a better way. If something feels off, they can say like, hey, I have been ride or die for you, but this felt a little bit off. Another thing that I had a lot of resistance around was asking for feedback. And if you've been listening for the past several episodes, I've been doing so much asking for feedback from people in my industry, people not, friends, colleagues, everyone, mentors, like, hey, what are your thoughts? What do you think about this? What could be better? And I'm really trying to ingrain this phrase that I picked up over the summer from Chicago Scholars, feedback is love. And so every time I ask for feedback, I notice that there's this sense of resistance, but I remind myself that the feedback is love. And then I even notice I get the feedback and I want to justify, well, it's like this because it's like that because it's like that, blah, blah, blah. But that's not really how you receive love is like justifying. You receive love by being open being like, okay, thank you. I really value that. Maybe you ask some more questions And so I'm leaning into that resistance and I'm seeing on the other side of feedback are opportunities. People that I've asked for feedback have become customers or have become advocates or have just become safe places where I know I can go when I'm launching things in the future. So those are just some of the things that have been the sources of resistance lately. And I can say even more strongly right now that they're really are beautiful things on the other side of whatever it is that you're resisting. So sometimes it looks like pushing into it, even though it's scary, pressing send, hitting record, just sitting down and doing the thing. And sometimes it's a a pre-step before that. Sometimes it's just like writing the outline for what a podcast could look like if you did one. Sometimes it's just writing the list of your dream collaborators and gathering their emails together. 
I'm at the point where I've built up enough of a muscle where I can identify the resistance and just mostly blast through it. But there are really big things where I can't do that. And so some days I will just be like, okay, I gathered the emails for these press outlets. Maybe tomorrow I'll send emails. But for now, I just did that work. So you can take that baby step, that best next step towards your resistance. And even in doing that, there's something good that's waiting for you. I just really want to encourage you as we have this time where it seems like so much of our junk is coming up, I really want to invite you to sit, sit with your resistance, get to know it, and then take steps towards it. It's worth it. I promise. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.